What if everything came with a free Star Wars audiobook from Audible? Like at the cantina. I'll take a half-calf spotchka. Lightweight. Here's your free audiobook download for Master and Apprentice from Audible. Or getting your pod racer serviced. My pod racer needs upgrades to the coupling and stabilizer. And here's your free audiobook download for Resistance Reborn from Audible. Life in the galaxy doesn't work that way, but there is one place you can go where you can get a free Star Wars audiobook from Audible. And that's utini.com slash audible. Click the Audible logo and start your 30-day free trial, which includes a free audiobook download. So visit utini.com slash audible and get your free Star Wars audiobook download today. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Know the code. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. All wings report in. A Utini production. Red 10 standing by. Episode 61, Pilots and Starships and Squadrons. Oh my. Red 7 standing by. On this episode, Star Wars Celebration News. Red 3 standing by. A new Star Wars game is announced. Red 6 standing by. And the Utini team jumps into the cockpit and blows stuff up. Red 9 standing by. And now, here are your hosts. Red 2 standing by. Dr. Corey Helton. Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, and Wes Jenkins. Red 5 standing by. Hello and welcome to the Living Force, everyone. Happy Monday evening. I am here. I am lit well. I have new glasses uh, that block (laughs) blue light. And I am Eric Eilerson, one of your hosts. And with me, as always, are the very tired doctors. We have Dr. Corey Helton. What's up, man? What? Cracking. What's cracking? Wes, show me my camera. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and also (sighs) here is Dr. Charles Henkel. Hello, sir. Hey, I am also lit well. Lit well. That is so good. I'm so glad. And the fourth lit companion, our man behind the keys, Wes Jenkins. Hello. Hey guys, I'm sorry you had to hear Corey uh, scold me there for a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, really good to impressive. be here. Good to be here. Yeah, good to have you, man. That's two demerits, Wes. One more, and you're out. <laughs> <laughs> we are like a private school in that way. Uh, we also in our Twitch chat again every Monday night. We are live at Twitch.tv/utini_us. We have Charizard, the dragon Pokemon itself, is here. We also have Meg Dowell, Jared Mays. We had Emma's here. Cheryl's here. Alex is here. And Jared commented that he has a shirt that I'm wearing, my Last Jedi shirt. Uh, it's a great shirt. I think I got it at Target. Uh, very happy about that. Everyone, we are here tonight to talk about all things pilots, starships. Uh, if y'all haven't noticed, we have a lot of pilot stuff coming up in Star Wars right now. Just today, we got a very big announcement regarding that, which we'll talk about in a second. And coming up later at the end of this month, we have a new book that's all about pilots, Shadowfall by Alexander Freed. Uh, So we're going to get talking about all that stuff later on. Before we do, though, uh, if you are someone that only listens to this audio podcast, that's fine. We miss you on Mondays, but it's fine. It's okay. Uh, If you're listening to this on Friday, though, that would be Friday, June 19th, which is Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth to everyone. If you aren't familiar with Juneteenth, this is the day in 1865 
when uh, the last of the slaves in Texas found out they were free. Uh, almost two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, they heard they were free in 1865, so it's kind of like a real uh, big Independence Day. Uh, so happy Juneteenth, everyone, uh, as you are celebrating today. Back to Monday now. Back to the live show. Corey, Charles, Monday. Wes, how are you guys? How is your week going? Dude, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation for the whole week. Whole week. It's going to be great. So I'm feeling good. Charles is shaking his head. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I think, is that the reason, Charles, you've had the week you've had? It's because Corey took all the time off. Yes. I'm Probably. actually, uh, I just drive to Tennessee and cover all of Corey's shifts in addition to my own. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll that's you that. But that's it's not going to be it's not going to be much of a vacation. I'm having my flooring replaced next week, so that's not going to be fun. So we'll see how that goes. Oh man, you have to let a person into your house. Yeah. And then you got to let them it. out of your house. Charles, it's just like being at the hospital. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I'm sorry, Corey, that you have to go through all that hardship. Uh Charles, I'm sorry that you actually have had a long week. I I've, <laughs> I've uh, I'm hanging in there. Um again, a lot of the same social anxieties and pressures are going on. Uh if you're listening to this far in the future, we are still in 2020 uh, at the point where a lot of stuff's going on. Uh, we got a lot of COVID spikes going on. Uh, the Black Lives Matter protests are still in full swing. Uh, much support and love to everyone out there. Um, but we're going to give you guys some Star Wars to kind of make your week a little better, pump you up a little bit, uh, and see what we can do here. Uh, so first bit of news, though. Big Star Wars news today, everyone. We finally got the freaking email we've been waiting for for three months that Star Wars <laughs> Celebration is canceled. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a mix of a mix of disappointment, but also, like, kind of relief in a weird yeah. way. Because, I mean, I don't know. We were all really nervous about this. Like, I didn't know that I wanted to go hang out with 100,000 people in a really tight, confined space. Did you guys? No, yeah, I think that's that's the whole point of it. It's like, I was so excited, one, to meet you guys physically, which, as I remind everyone, we've never done. Um, but also, like, to meet everyone in this community and to see all the panels and see the news. But the constant fear of COVID being in the back of the mind throughout the whole thing would have been freaking crazy. So, yeah. good on Lucasfilm and Star Wars for, for pushing it to 2022. Next year is going to be the D23 Expo, so two years from August, we'll have Celebration. Which it, which feels like a really long wait. But, I mean, we were talking about this a lot because, you know, we applied for a lot of stuff this year, right? So, you know, like you, Tina, we applied for both the fan booth, um, the podcast stage. Mm-hmm. We applied for a number of stuff this year, and uh, we were like, we're like really just now at the point of legitimization maybe like like we have good numbers on our site we have good numbers in our podcast like like we're kind of we're finally starting to be recognized by the star wars community in general so you know by 2022 i think we'll have plenty of time to like really have video content rolled out and be kind of a leader in this in this space i think so you know i'm happy about that from from a business perspective because i want to be there i want to i want to participate i want to have a cool booth Mm -hmm. and uh you know do cool stuff and um 2022 man it's gonna be i'm gonna have a big fat signing bonus from because uh, <laughs> me and charles are both apply for real jobs that year so we'll have a big fat signing bonus hopefully and we'll just blow it all in celebration it'll be great absolutely you heard it here first every utd member gets their flight paid for all right great <laughs> so we, we have it recorded uh all y'all in the chat uh know, know that just happened hold Corey to that in the future uh but we we are very excited to see everyone and 
later on this year. Who knows what's going to happen? There's going to be virtual stuff that is official or non-official. I'm sure we have months and months to figure all that out, so stay tuned. Uh, as a reminder, if you already had a ticket to Star Wars Celebration, you can either transfer your ticket to the future Celebration 2022, or you can get a refund, and all of that stuff goes live June 22nd. So if you freaked out, immediately went to StarWars.com or StarWarsCelebration.com and tried to figure out how to get your money back, June 22nd is the day all that starts. I'm sure the site will crash immediately, so uh, breathe. we got two years, you know? Breathe. We'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, that was the bad news today, the mixed news. Let's go to the unequivocally good news that we got today, which was this morning, a bunch of us watched it live together, we got the first trailer for Star Wars Squadrons. Yo. Um, we didn't know that this existed. Last week we did a show, and today um, it's confirmed. It's a trailer, and it's coming out October 2nd. Uh, that's ridiculous. I love that so much. Uh, what did you guys think about the trailer this morning? I was uh, I was super impressed with the trailer. Like, I mean, it looks like it's definitely the same engine of Battlefront, right? Like, the graphics look identical to Battlefront. Like, it looks like a continuation of the of the campaign. On honestly, yeah, it's 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 by um, EA and Motive. Uh, so EA Dice made Battlefront Two, and then EA Motive is the company that made this, which used to be Bioware Montreal, uh, which is the company behind Mass Effect Andromeda and some other games. So, based on your feelings on Mass Effect Andromeda, who knows how the story will be for this. But they did really impress that it's going to be a lot of multiplayer stuff. And, like, Corey, Charles, Wes, all our gaming guys, I can't wait to get in a squad and just play squad-based X-Wing stuff with you guys. I know, I know. Me too, man. I mean, some of the uh, some of the like graphics like look incredible. Like I just pulled up just pulled up some of the artwork that they're showing here. Like this looks absolutely nuts. Like just the just the marketing leading up to this game looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a huge throwback to the old uh, Rogue Squadron games, mm-hmm. like which were so ahead of their time <laughs> if yeah I'm being honest like that was a lot of fun so well, i'm excited and, and they've said this is all gonna be a first person game too like speaking yes. of those world squadron games right it's all first person stuff mm-hmm. uh you can customize your ship your decals your pilot which you know i i'm a sucker for uh any customizable cosmetic stuff that is my right. that is my favorite uh i can't wait to see what that looks like so a couple specifics about that game if you hadn't seen the trailer yet Stop this podcast right now if you're not, unless you're live. Then you made your decision. Then you stay here with us and hang out till we're done. But if you're listening, uh, go check out that trailer right now um, and see a few things. One, they've confirmed there will be five versus five dogfights as well as other um, kind of objective-based multiplayer stuff. Uh, looking at the chat right now, uh, we got Emma and Adam, two of our favorite Battlefront players, uh, saying that one, Corey, you gotta start practicing your Starfighter mode. Uh, oh my gosh, and, and- I hate Starfighter <laughs> mode so much, guys. I suck at it. So the whole time I was watching the trailer, it was just the back of my back of my mind. I'm like, damn, I've really got to. I'm really eating my words now because I hated, I hated Starfighter. I suck at it, man. So bad at it. You gotta practice though, and then we gotta figure out who's gotta be what ship. Uh, but we're gonna definitely have you in there, Adam. Uh, our, our Australian buddy who's in the lab right now is hanging out, and he says, who wants to carry me in squad play? And, uh, buddy, we got you. Or, or we'll all be bad, and won't that be fun? Uh, because also, I want to say, 
we have been pretty segmented in Utini Gaming as PlayStation users, PC users, Xbox users. This has been confirmed that they have cross-play gaming on this game. Now, I don't know if that just means between Xbox and PC, but, or if it means between Xbox and PlayStation, but if we can bring all the Utini members together, that'd be great. Um, and talking to Jared, uh, also in the chat, our Legends Look Back buddy, who just had an episode released today, he says, let's hope it has Cornhorn. Oh Wouldn't that be lovely? You know who it looked like was in the trailer? I was getting mad Lost Stars vibes when it was mm-hmm. at the beginning with the guy and the girl, except it was like roles reversed. It looked like Thane in the in the uh, TIE did. Fighter and kind of Sienna that was in the X-Wing. Yeah. To me too. I also noticed that. Absolutely. And, and they have confirmed this is in the New Republican Empire era. So this is post-Endor. Um, I would guess it's going to be post-Jakku. Um, so it's kind of like the Alphabet Squadron-y place. I think that would be really fun. But speaking of people in the trailer, y'all, we had a lot of new faces, but we had we two very important returning faces in Harrison Dula and Wedge Antilles. Yes. In a video yes. game as characters. I know. I know, which haven't Hera's not been like realized in anything else except for Rebels, so that's pretty cool. I, actually, I don't think any of the characters from Rebels have been realized anywhere else. Not uh, she, like the Freemaker an, adventures, but and like some books, but not like this is like a quote unquote live action Hera in a way. Yeah, it is in a lot of ways, and I wonder if we will see. Um, I wonder if we will see some expanded universe stuff leading up to this game. I mean, we got we got some stuff for we got some comics for. Um, uh, what came out last year? Fallen Order. We got yep. we got some comics for Fallen Order, um, and we got uh, books for the Battlefront games. So I wonder if we will see something like that for for this. That would be pretty cool. Well, for it's sure. funny you asked that, Corey, uh, because in that trailer as well, and in some of the articles uh, about it, like on IGN, Kotaku, things like that, they mentioned that the squadron for the New Republic is Vanguard Squadron which is the squadron that Harrison Dula leads from the Lodestar in Alphabet Squadron. Mm. So definitely some EU ties there. Um, For sure. In the chat here, uh, Cheryl, uh, she just asked, is that stuff you can live stream on Twitch? Because uh, she doesn't play that stuff, but she'll watch us play. And I think we got to live stream on Twitch some UTD plays Star Wars Squadrons. I mean, actually, we haven't really talked about this much on the show. This might be a good time to go ahead and reveal some of our plans for that, Eric. That's a great idea. Why Why have an outline? Just go for it. Fine. Yeah, just, I don't care. Screw the outline. I'm off script. You know, you I started anyway. this company. I don't read it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, guys, we, we actually have talked a lot about this, and we want to start doing some, uh, some like, Star Wars gaming, like, just as a, as a, as a community. Uh, we already play – we have a good little squad that we play a lot of Battlefront with, and it wouldn't really be that hard for us to start streaming it. So um, we're going to start, like, coming in the next couple weeks, maybe by July, mid-July, we're going to start doing, like, uh, Utini Star Wars game nights, like, once a week where we get together and play basically any Star Wars game, from KOTOR uh, to the original Battlefront. Maybe we, even, maybe we can even rig up some emulators or something, play the old Rogue Squadron. That would be fun. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Um, so we will certainly play some stuff like Squadrons. Um, so yeah, game nights are coming soon. It's definitely on our on our on our radar. We're trying to get a little more into Twitch, and you know, Twitch is a gaming platform, right? So um, we all play some Star Wars games. We thought it might be fun to try to do that. So we'll absolutely, see. and we you can look forward to that coming October second. That's the release date for this game. Uh, you can pre-order it now. You get some cosmetic bonuses, so you know I did it already. Uh, and it's going to be a, a cool $40, less than a regular game, which makes me think the campaign will be pretty small, I'd say. 
Um, and on Thursday, so if you're listening to this in audio, you'll already know about this, um, that there's going to be some gameplay revealed at EA Play. Uh, the main kind of, I don't know, EA's E3, if you will. Where they're going to show all their EA games, you're going to see some gameplay for that. Um, now i got to ask you guys something around the horn here about this game before we go and tease a couple reveals coming up on the podcast later on. Corey, this game has a bunch of different ships. We see that in the trailer. We got confirmed at least an X-Wing, an A-Wing, a U-Wing, and a Y-Wing. No B-Wings yet. Mm-hmm. What are you going to play as when we squad up? I don't know. I think I have to see more what the gameplay is like to say that. I'm a pretty classic guy, though. I like I like the X-Wing. I've always been a big X-Wing person, so I don't know. We'll see. All right. All right. Charles, what do you got? What do you think? I think I'd probably go X-Wing to uh, maybe Y-Wing. No, I'll go Y-Wing. I feel like uh, you guys are going to need some support from some heavy artillery. I'm going to pull a NAF Tencent. All right. Oh, oh you, you mean we're going to go do some crazy maneuvers that we don't think through and then need you to bail us out? Yes. That is precisely yeah, what I mean. Great. Uh, <laughs> going on, Wes, uh, what do you think you're going to be flying there yourself? I'd like to hit up uh, an A-Wing. A-Wings are versatile. And uh, <clears throat> having put out that tweet today, I was, that's all I was thinking about was the A-Wings from, uh, from Empire. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to jump on that as well. I'm going to be probably – I want to zoom around in an A-Wing. I want to go crazy, get my Will Lark going on, uh, which means – that then our fifth we need a U wing so uh, right. whoever's playing with us is gonna have to rock that out be the be the Kairos of the of the squad. What do you uh, guys uh, before we change gears too much from from squadrons yeah. here? What do you guys think about the release date October second? So first of all, how the heck do they keep this thing under wraps? Like that is really impressive. Um, second of all. Like, this is being released not on the new consoles? I mean, it's going to be released on the new consoles, obviously, but they're not waiting for the new console to be right. released before they're releasing this game, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be like a headlining uh, like new generation console game. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about that decision. You guys have any thoughts there? I'm, I'm interested by the choice. I, I, I like the idea of it starting at current console. I, I, I assume it would be part of the smart delivery system, um, at least on Xbox One, Xbox Series X. They've had that with um, Cyberpunk 70, 2077, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, where like you buy it on Xbox One, and then if you get the new console, it'll just automatically give you the newer version, which I think is cool. I think that's a way to do it. I also think it's a way for them to capitalize on a bigger player base because even though a lot of us in the community have talked about getting these new consoles day one a lot of people won't so they're like you know what let's maximize how many copies we can sell at the holiday season but i do agree that it's it's interesting that it's not a launch title but i think that might be because of the smaller scope again having it be 40 dollars, having it be mainly Mm -hmm. a multiplayer thing maybe they're saving like their next giant fallen order game yeah, I know. Charles, I was, what do you think? That's, that's what I was wondering too. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't pay too much attention to this stuff, to be honest with you. I just am excited to play the game. I don't care what console it's on. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna love it. Bam! I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna love it. That's the new Utini Gaming shirt. There we go. Um, <laughs> now we uh, we teased a couple things uh, five minutes ago when I said we're teasing things. Uh, coming up on the podcast, we got some pretty cool things. Um, first of all, for all of you talking live with us tonight, again, hello, love you all. Uh, next week on the show, we are going to have an experiment of sorts, which is a live show 
with a guest. This has been done since like the 50s on television, but it's the first time we're doing it on Twitch with you, Teeny. We are going to be welcoming on Stephen Kent from the Beltway Banthas podcast. Uh, he has a fantastic podcast where he talks about politics and Star Wars, how they work in the modern day, how it works in the books and the movies and everything. We thought it was a pretty relevant time to talk about some politics in Star Wars, both with Queen's Peril and, you know, the world as it is. So I'm really excited to try that out next week, guys. What do you think about our, our first guest live? I'm really, I'm really excited by that. Uh, obviously, I'm kind of obsessed with this technological. Uh, what, what do they call the Death Star in, uh, in Episode Four? This technological terror you've constructed. Right. That's how, I, <laughs> that's how I feel about this insane technical setup that yeah. we have built here. So I'm excited to have somebody come on and like, man, the live show is so much fun. I love seeing the comments come in. I love, I love hanging out with our community. Um, you know, it feels like we're running, running a, running a like a late night television show in a lot of ways. I'm ex- I'm really excited to have somebody on um, to talk about some stuff like that. I'm really interested actually in the expanded universe. Like we've already kind of teased that we're going to maybe dive into Tarkin a little bit, which is one of my, one of my favorite kind of EU books that we've not really talked much about at all in the show. Um, so uh, who, who wrote that? Who wrote that? Who wrote that book? Uh, uh, James Luceno. Oh, my boy. Are we sure <laughs> boy. That it wasn't Paul S. Kemp? Are we sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. But now I'm doubting myself. No, no, it, it's definitely Lucino. <laughs> oh, see, we knew it was a choice. We just love to see the doubt on your face. It's like, oh, it's like a nectar. I drink it in. That's right. Uh, but yes, that will be next week. Uh, and then recently we had E.K. Johnston on the show. I got the pleasure of interviewing her about Queen's Peril. And, you know, June has another book release. And it's Shadowfall by Alexander Freed. And we were talking and we said, you know, it wouldn't make sense just to interview one author in June for their book. So Corey and I had the pleasure of having uh, light schedules and also being able to interview Alexander Freed. Um, yes. We talked to him this past weekend and that interview was a ton of fun and it'll be released day of Shadowfall release. Corey, how was that interview for you? That, for, was, a people ton, a bit. that was a ton of fun. Um, like, so we've had a number of authors on our show, uh, Alexander Freed is certainly one of the more sort of heady technical writers. I think like it was funny. We asked him a lot about that, and and you know you'll hear all this about when the when the show finally comes out. But we asked him all about how he's kind of looked at as one of the more technical writers, and he was like, "Oh, really? Am I? I didn't really see it that way." And it was just it was so interesting. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a blast interviewing. I actually got Shadowfall today. Eric, you don't have your copy yet, right? It will arrive during the show and I guarantee my nice. dog will bark his head off when the apartment yes. buzzes. Yeah. <laughs> super excited diving into this. The cover is beautiful, guys. Oh, it's like, seriously, it's super gorgeous. And also look how big it is. It's massive. Like this book is like, it's a lot. It feels like it's bigger than Alphabet Squadron. Maybe it's, I don't know if it is or not, but it feels like it is. And I'm excited to dive into this. I'm excited to dive in. Um, to that interview with with Freed and share that with you guys. Um, he was a lot of fun to have on the show. He's a brilliant, brilliant writer. Uh, I have some theories. They haven't released any information yet. I have some theories. He might be involved in this game, maybe, perhaps. He didn't tell us anything about that, and obviously he can't he can't tell us things about that because we interviewed him before they announced the, the game, right? So, you know, he was really tight-lipped about that sort of thing. Um, but he's got a lot of experience with, uh, with video games, which we dived into a lot, and... Uh, um, I think I think he probably has something to do with squadrons. I would be surprised if he didn't. Given how he's become sort of the he's become sort of the space battle rider right now yeah. in Star Wars. Like, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I 
I think it's possible. I know they announced a couple writers today. Uh, Mitch Dyer, or Dwyer, I believe, who wrote part of the Battlefront 2 campaign, <clears throat> wrote on it. Um, and there's some other people that wrote on it. But I think we'll find out that he at least, you know, consulted. He yeah, seems to yeah. consult. <clears throat> we, we talked to him about... Uh... What are those things called, Eric? Game barks? Combat Game? barks. You're, Combat that's a, that's a barks. tease of a question we asked him. And you know what? Yeah. You're going to have to listen to the rest of the interview to find out what combat barks are. Um, but he wrote those for Battlefront 2, and it was pretty cool to get into some of the technical gaming stuff because we never had a writer that knows that much about <clears> video <throat> games. So that was pretty cool. Um, so a heads up, that is coming. Next week is Beltway Banthas. The week after that... I believe, guys, my, my math is right on this, is our first part of our Queen's Peril Roundtable. So, Charles, just to let the, the, the chill go up your spine a little bit. <laughs> it's, you know, don't let me fool you by the fact that it's sitting right here next to me. I am still on, like, Chapter 8. Not, not because it's not fun, not because I'm not enjoying it. Just been a little busy, guys. But we will get done. We're going to have an awesome roundtable. I'm looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Uh, very excited. Uh then speaking of the future of this show, wow, we have a lot of announcements this show, but I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, going forward, we have been talking a lot amongst ourselves about more content we can create. Um, recently, our Bounty Hunt podcast uh, got put on hiatus due to the fact that there was uh, no more episodes of The Mandalorian, no more episodes of The Clone Wars coming out. So we kept thinking, like, you know, <clears throat> we want to re-up that or do something else. So... We naturally came up with two more podcasts that we're, we're going to be creating that are in development at the point. Uh, the first is tentatively called Kanja Book Club. Uh, this is... Uh, never made a deal with Kanja Club. <laughs> exactly. I never made a deal with Kanja Book Club. Uh, this is going to be exactly what it sounds like. It's going to be an official Utini book club. Uh, our Discord has tried to run this privately for a while. Uh, has been creating kind of their own unofficial book club. And we decided, hey, let's make it an actual really fun show. Uh, Joxie, who is in the chat with us right now, uh, was very uh, much a part of, of bringing this together, bringing this idea to the forefront. And more details to come as it develops. But that show will be coming out where it's going to be basically, you know, reading a book together. So many roundtables-ish each week, talking about a few chapters at a time. Very excited for that. And then the next one is going to be replacing Bounty Hunt during its hiatus. Bounty Hunt will be returning when Mandalorian Season 2 comes back for sure and things like that. But Corey Charles and I thought of another really stupid thing uh, that we could do that would be a lot of fun. That was actually inspired by another show. Um, Corey, what are we doing? What is this new show called and what is it about? So, uh, you know, thank you to Charles for coming up with this brilliant name after being sleep-deprived, full of caffeine, <laughs> and uh, completing his shift. So shout-out to you, Charles, for coming up with this name. Um, we're going to have a new show on Patreon at a pretty low level. I think we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to call it Lightspeed Skipping. So we're going to get together once a week, super from the hip. We really need that, by the way, guys, as podcast hosts. We put so much work in the living force, like – it's a lot of work to plan more than one podcast in a week. So uh, we need something that's a little more from the hip that you can just kind of get together and do. And that's what this show is going to be. Lightspeed skipping. We're going to get together once a week. We're going to pick a book at random, maybe with some kind of spin the wheel type of situation. We're going to spin the wheel again, pick a page number, and basically have a 20, 30-minute discussion on nothing but that exact single page. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we picked this up from another podcast. I'm trying to remember who it is now. This is from uh, shout out to Force Center. Uh, a lot of our listeners love that podcast. They're a phenomenal podcast.
podcast. Um, and this is a bonus episode thing they do called Will of the Force, kind of inspired us about it. Um, we added a little more randomness, a little more chaos into it to make it a little silly and make it a little more living force. But definitely a huge shout-out to Force Center for the inspiration. If you're not listening to them already, you gotta go listen to them. Um, and massive, massive thank you uh, to them for the inspiration. But yeah, we're excited to maybe grab some books we've never read before. Because what's more fun than the three of us trying to figure out what the heck is going on in a book? Yes. <laughs> so that'll be very silly. Look at on your Patreon feeds for that coming soon. And today you can look on your Patreon feed because we got... A brand new Legends Look Back dropped today. I listened to it while I was working from home. It's all about Tales of the Jedi. Um, some wild legends-ass legends as have never legend before. Um, Jared and Freddie talked about that. All the parts of Tales of the Jedi. So definitely check that out. And coming up soon, speaking of our uh, pilot episode, they're going to be going back to the X-Wing series. So... Listen to Tales of the Jedi. Listen to the end. They're going to tell you the next book they're going to, the second book in the X-Wing series. Uh, can't freaking wait to see more Wedge on that show. And a little more Corrin Horn, of course, who I think we've mentioned more in this episode than we ever have. Uh- <laughs> Why? Why so much Corrin Horn? <laughs> I like that Wes preemptively went to Corey to get that reaction shot. It was everything I expected. <laughs> That was perfect. Uh, and finally, uh, Charlie and I are continuing to release uh, episodes of The Ghost Crew every single Wednesday talking about Star Wars Rebels. We're about halfway through the first season at this point. Uh, really freaking loving it. Um, yeah, they're still going at the Inquisitorious level. Uh, you can get those as you need. All those shows are coming out of our Utini Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Utini. And this regular show is going to keep coming as normal at anywhere you can get your podcasts. All right, guys, we're a book podcast. Book news. We kind of had some huge news this week, did we not? Yeah. It's yeah, a new book. Did. Oh, my God. Yeah. One of the biggest projects ever. Um, these sort of collaborations seem to be um, like a ton of work by everybody that works on them, but we keep hearing really positive things about them. This is, from a certain point of view, uh, is that what's it called? From a yeah, certain point, point of view, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Empire yes. Strikes. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. So this is another another big. They get together. They got together forty authors to celebrate the fortieth anniversary of Empire, um, and every author wrote a short story. It's very similar to the original from a certain point of view book, which was insanely popular. Has mm-hmm. a lot of some stories are amazing. Some of them are not that great. Uh, so it's it's a really interesting kind of mix of different stuff. And also, you know, this what gets me most excited about this project is that like a lot of the sort of big name mainline writers right now, uh, they came out of that from a certain point of view book, right? Yeah. So um, you know, that was sort of their first foray into Star Wars. So maybe we'll get a bunch of big, awesome new writers from that book, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, and, and it was really cool. Like, la- last week we highlighted a lot of authors of color, a lot of black authors we want to see in Star Wars. We lamented the fact that Star Wars has never been so good about this. And right when this announcement came out, oh, my God, there were so many women of color. There were so many writers of color we've, we had never seen in Star Wars before that have been given the reins to write their stories in Star Wars. And it was it was so just freaking awesome to be on Twitter when it got announced because everyone was so excited. Everyone was so stoked. Um, and if you go over to StarWars.com right now, there is the full list of all the authors that are going to be on it um, on a single article. I just want to highlight – uh, six of them at this moment, uh, because six stories got announced, right? Um, we find out that uh, a lot of the authors, you'll hear this in the Alexander Freed interview a little bit, uh, a lot of the authors basically had to 
race to pick a character. Like you, there's no real assignment of character in these books. You got to kind of call, call dibs and six authors and their stories got revealed on starwars.com. And they are the following. Austin Walker was an author and he says he explores the unlikely partnership of bounty hunters, Dengar and IG 88 as they pursue Han Solo. Uh, Hank Green, noted YouTuber and author himself, chronicles the life of a naturalist caring for tauntauns on the frozen world of Hoth. Tracy Dion delves into the dark heart of the Dagba cave where Luke confronts a terrifying vision. Martha Wells reveals the world of the Ugnaught clans who dwell in the depths of Cloud City. Mark Oshiro recounts the Wampa's tragic tale of loss and survival. And Seth Dickinson interrogates the costs of serving a ruthless empire aboard the bridge of a doomed Imperial starship. Uh, and that's just the first few. 40 of these guys are coming in November. Uh, pre-order is available now at utini.com. I, 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 we kind of guessed it was coming, right? But, but to have it confirmed is still just huge. I can't wait. Yeah, I think there's been rumors of this for so long, like almost since from a certain point of view came out. It was just like, when is the next one happening? When is the next one happening? But this just feels like such an event. You know, In we're already talking earlier in this episode how celebration is canceled, but you know, we still have a whole lot to celebrate and a whole lot yeah. to look forward to, especially those of us who are so so much a part of the literary side of Star Wars. This is an exciting time for us still. Don't let everything else get you down. We got a lot coming. Without question. Uh, and on that note, Charles, speaking of that excitement, we had those six stories are confirmed. What story that hasn't been announced yet has you most excited for its possible inclusion in this uh, in this 40-author bonanza? Mm, I need a Lobot story. Yeah. I you need... want it from his point of view, like inside his head? Yes. I like I don't know how that's going to look exactly, but Lobot has always fascinated me. I don't know why. Yeah. And there's even some really cool stuff with Lobot in the in the recent Star Wars mainline comics if you go back and and read some of those. Um but yeah, what is up with that guy? His name is almost Robot and there are not robots <laughs> in Star Wars cuz they're droids. What is going right. on there? Love that. Can't wait. He's got to be in there. Corey, what about you? I would really like to get inside of Yoda's head a little bit. Like, like all the stuff that happens with Yoda and Luke on 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 Dagobah is some of my favorite favorite content in all of Star Wars. Period. Absolutely, my favorite scenes in uh, Empire Strikes Back. So, mm-hmm. I would really like to see like, like what what was he thinking? Did he sense that he was coming? Like, how did that play out? Where he like he knew Luke was there, and how did how did Luke end up like? Maybe this will never be explained, but uh, from a certain point of view, the original explained a lot of "quote unquote" plot holes <laughs> of right. the first one. Like, so there's always the issue of like whenever somebody crash lands on a planet in Star Wars, they just always happen to be within like five miles of where they need to be, right? Right. So like on maybe a there's planet. a reason. <laughs> yes, on a planet, maybe there's a reason for that uh, with, with Yoda and, and Dagobah. So I'm I'm really excited. I, I imagine that will probably be included. I would be surprised if it wasn't. Like that type of stuff is is absolutely what was covered in the first one. So totally. Uh, before we get to Wes, uh, Boski in the chat says. I want to see Dax mourning before the battle. How did he come to the point of thinking he could take on the Empire all by himself? That's yes. a, it, that is a weird line, isn't it? I guess, now that I think it about it. It is. It was mentioned somewhere else in Alphabet Squadron or... Th- somewhere like that. Somewhere else recently. I can't remember where that line was mentioned from. Or maybe yeah. it was maybe it was Resistance Reborn. I don't know. I can't, One of those I can't books. Remember. One yeah, of those da- really great Dax novels. Dax was specifically <laughs> brought up. I can't remember which one it was. 
Wes, what about you? What's the what's the number one that you are just dying for? We got to find out what Wilro Hood is thinking God as he's running it. through <laughs> Cloud City. What the hell is he thinking as he's running with that thing? Got it. We got to get that story. Carl's that, got that has, too. Shout out to that Carl. has been that has been retconned in some ways, right? Like, haven't they not retconned, but they've haven't they said it's like a safe? No, no, no. It was in Mandalorian. Mandalorian, it yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but so why? What's, I agree. What's, what's in his safe? I hope they explain what's in that dang safe. Like, it's probably something stupid, like uh, okay. like ice cream. Uh, is ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! All right, so I'm gonna think of a new one on the spot, Wes. Hundred uh, percent was mine as well. Um, I, I, you know what I want? I want to see Vader arrive at Cloud City right before they get there. I want to see Vader okay. get Lando and give him the deal. I, I speaking of that, I saw I saw a good one on Twitter that was pretty funny. Um, like, what about the staff that like set up the dinner for Darth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like, like somebody like was that like stormtroopers? Like, did they, I kept just picturing my stormtroopers like laying out the table. Because it's a full like, meal, yeah. What do like, you think that like Vader and Boba were doing before that door opened? You think they were just sitting there like chatting about life, and then Vader was like, "Hold on, hold on, I think I hear someone coming." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boba's like, "This is this is great, my lord. We're just gonna get them so good. This is gonna be fantastic." Yeah, he's like, "They're gonna look so dumb. Oh my god!" And he's like, "Try not to laugh," and they're like, "Be cool, be cool, be cool." Be that cool, is a cool. that is a that is one of the best <laughs> robot chicken skits. Like where they have the dinner and they're all sitting there having the dinner together. That's fantastic. I love that. Well, we're going to see that, and we're going to see way more um, in that book when it comes out in November. Again, pre-orders are live. Uh, a couple other book shout-outs. Queen's Peril, uh, again, which we're going to be talking about in a couple weeks, and a lot of you have already read. We have a very active Discord channel about Queen's Peril itself if you want to talk about it. Uh, guys, it's a New York Times bestseller. Mm, Number five young adult on New York Times. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations to E.K. Johnson. She deserves it uh, so much. Like, you know, it's so funny that Queen Shadow originally kind of started off in kind of a, in a rough place for us originally. And like, man, I just I feel like I feel like the person matters so much. This is why we're always preaching like positivity is because like if you really embrace this entire culture, if you embrace mm-hmm. the authors, if you embrace their personal lives, if you embrace like just like kind of getting to know all the authors individually, it makes you appreciate their art form so much more. And EK Johnson is such an incredible person. Uh, The interview we did with her was awesome. Like I'm just, I'm so proud of, of that. Like, New York Times bestseller. Not a, a lot of Star Wars books end up there, but not all of them do. So that's, no. that's awesome. That's awesome. And it also is great because in our interview with her, um, she did say, like, I asked her, why, you know, how did Queen's Peril come about? And she said, people bought Queen's Shadow. Yeah. Like, as blunt as that is. So right. well done to get that on the New York Times. At number five, not at, like, number 30-something. <laughs> like, it's the fifth in the country. Yeah. Uh, that speaks uh, very well, I'd say, to maybe another Queen's – something book maybe Queen something. maybe queen's legacy that'd be my pitch mm. for the third one mm. um but well done everyone and if you haven't picked that up you still can a couple shout outs for the books coming out soon again we have shadow fall that is being released june 23rd dr afra audio drama july 21st star wars dark legends july 28th poe damon freefall august 4th clone wars stories of light and dark august 25th and thrawn ascendancy chaos rising september 1st That's so right. That's right. Wow. If you don't have these books already, you got to make sure you pre-order them. Head over to utini.com. We have a release schedule. Um, check that out and grab those books and uh, support the show. 
Absolutely. And as a reminder, anything that you buy uh, through Utini's affiliates through the month of June, we are donating every little bit of kickback to Black Lives Matter uh, for the month of June. We feel very strongly about this. We talked a lot on last week's show. Legends Look Back talked about it this week as well. Uh, we want to support as best we can. So if there's a couple things in your library you've been meaning to pick up and you want to help out a really great cause, this is the month to do it. Also, if you don't want to help us out, that's totally fine. Uh, you can also go to bookshop.org to find local black-owned bookshops to help more directly uh, to help out there in the indie scene. And if you want to help out this podcast, despite everything I just said, uh, head over to patreon.com slash utini. We're giving you shows. We're giving you love. We're giving you everything we got, including our blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, last thing before we take a rather later break, because, guys, I just love talking to you today. I missed you this week, I think is what it comes <laughs> down to. A big week. We had a lot of news this week, man. We did. Um, this is the point in the show we'd usually talk about a book review. We usually talk about three book reviews on utini.com. We've gotten a ton this week. They've been phenomenal. I've loved them. But we got one thing this week that, that hit us all in, in a bigger way. Um, on our Discord channel, we have an introductions tab where new people to the Discord can go. You can say who you are, why you love Star Wars, why you're in the community. And it's, and it's really lovely. And we got a really long one this week um, from a guy named Andy who became a patron recently. And I wanted to, I just wanted to read it because it, it was really kind of why we do what we do at Utini and it really made us feel amazing. And we want to give a huge shout out uh, to him. So here's what he said. He said, hi, I just thought I would try and introduce myself here. I'm a proper middle-aged social media dinosaur. I'm not on Facegram or Instabook or anything like that. So this is my first foray into social media. Here we go. Being born in 1974, I literally grew up with the original trilogy films and action figures, but only started reading Star Wars books in the last few years. I started with the Darth Bane trilogy, and what a great place to start. I was hooked. By the way, Corey may be pleased to hear I played KOTOR back in the early 2000s and loved mm, it. Which I was part pleased of the, to hear that. Right? <laughs> which is part of the reason I chose a Star Wars story from thousands of years ago to start my reading. As I started looking into the world of Star Wars books, I found it all a bit overwhelming. So many books, where do I start? I can't read all of them at once. I just sort of dipped in at random for a while until I found the Living Force podcast, and from there, the Utini website. What a game changer. I've now read the Foundational Five, and I can see why you suggest them as starting points. Special mention to the Revenge of the Sith novelization, as without your recommendation, I would not have read a film novelization at all. But you were right. It does add so much to the film. You get a real feeling of almost Greek tragedy about the story of Anakin and Vader, and that coupled with reading Kenobi straight afterward gives me such a depth to Obi-Wan's character. I could talk for hours about it. I love the reading list you compiled. What a great way to approach things. There's still so much to read, but your work has provided some pass through the forest, so thank you. I did also want to say how much I enjoy the podcast. I love the positive and constructive way you approach things. I, like you, watch and read Star Wars to enjoy it because I love it. So it's great to have found a like-minded community that looks for the joy in things and offers constructive criticism. I also enjoyed my little mention in the last episode as a new Patreon member. Well, here's a bigger one for you, man. Uh, <laughs> Eric, just for the record, you pronounced my name exactly right first try, but I did enjoy your alter alternate pronunciations. Very glad about that. Well, I've rambled on for far too long, but I'm sure I'm looking forward to getting more involved in the community. I live in England, so unfortunately I'm a bit out of sync and probably won't be able to join in live Discord during the podcast, which is a shame, but I'll do my best to stay involved. Cheers, Andy. Well, Andy, cheers to you, man. Uh, that's why we do it. You know? That, yeah. th this is why we do what we do. It is. Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit before the show started. Like, Andy, you pretty much hit, like, the exact way, 
Like we built Utini and we built the website and we built all these guides and the foundational five and all this stuff using all of this expertise we have by having read all of these Star Wars books. And like you went through the pathway, like exactly how we designed it. Like it was awesome. And it it sounds like, it sounds like you got exactly out of it what you were supposed to get out of it. And I'm so pleased to hear that. So we figured we would give you a shout on the show this week rather than going into a bunch of book reviews. Um, so, man, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for being a positive member of this community. It's, it's always awesome to get new folks in. And, you know, if you're out there and you haven't joined our Discord yet, now is your time. Um, you know, jump in, say hello, and, uh, you know, be like Andy. Be like Andy. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of the people in our Discord and our Twitch, a couple comments here. I want to... Back up the fact that we were just talking about Dak, wondering where he's mentioned. It's Lost Stars. Thank you uh, to Juliana. Thank you to Cheryl. Uh, that was it. It was Lost Stars. Where we, we talked about right. Dak. Because okay. Thane is like, why does this guy keep talking about Luke Skywalker? That guy totally <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly you know what? what it is. And speaking of people that suck, uh, that's, I, I, that's actually not at all we're talking about, but I needed to transition. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about some pilots. Um, we're going to skip our break this week. We're trying a new format. Corey just typed it in the outline, and I'm going with it. I feel, <laughs> I feel good. I, guys, I he has altered the outline, Eric. Pray he doesn't alter it any further. <laughs> I'm just uh, going to start deleting stuff while you're talking it actively, like uh, while you're reading it. I swear to God, this should have been view only for you. But anyway, <laughs> um, y'all, we want to talk about pilots because this is seeming to be the time of year we're going into pilot frenzy. Again, with yes. Shadowfall coming out, with Poe Dameron Freefall coming out, with Star Wars Squadrons coming out, we are all about the freaking pilots lately. Guys, why are pilots so damn popular? I mean, all of our protagonists in the trilogies are basically pilots. Anakin, Luke, Han, Rey, Poe. It's flying. Why is that such a thing in Star Wars? I I don't I don't really know. I mean, I think it kind of goes back to that like to the entire premise of Top Gun, right? <laughs> it's Go on. A, it's a bunch it's a bunch of hotshot dudes that are like like you have to be kind of a, an elite individual to end up being a pilot because like, you know, you're you're flying a multi-million dollar piece of equipment, right? That's very complex to to fly at incredibly high rates of speed like there's a sort of what's the word i'm looking for adventurous like like scoundrel nature i think to being to being a pilot so mm. i don't know it's, it's just a i think it's in a i think it's in a, an attractive adventurous lifestyle i suppose i i like where you're going at the end there I don't know if I like Star Wars because Top Gun, but... Yeah, yeah the beginning <laughs> but, sucked, but the end was great, Corey. But, <laughs> no, really, really, though, it, I think it, do, it comes down to the exploration. Like, that's... We love Star Wars. One of the main reasons we love it is because it's escapism. It's, mm-hmm. it's learning about the unknown. And in, in when we think about space, we think about flying off from this planet in a space shuttle multiply that times a million and that's what star wars is you're hopping in an x-wing and you can go anywhere you want we're not going to the moon guys we're going to freaking tatooine you know what i mean like that is the appeal i think it's just it it's the opportunity to see and experience anything yeah i mean as jack sparrow said in pirates of the caribbean what a ship is is freedom <laughs> uh, I just watched that the last other night. That's sh- that that movie still rocks. Um, looking at our chat, uh, there's a bunch of agreement here. Hunter Ronan on Facebook saying it's freedom, man. Cheryl and Joxy saying 
your protagonist can go a bunch of places. You can fly to get anywhere. And of course, Jared Mays on YouTube saying, I hope Squadrons has a shirtless volleyball mode. <laughs> Is that a skin? Can I pre-order to get that exclusively? That's a I'm literal sure. skin. Yeah, it's it's the shirts and skins of of, uh, of the Empire and the New oh Republic. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! There's a there's a a rant by Quentin Tarantino in a movie about Top Gun that I saw on Reddit this week that was absolutely incredible. I, I cannot I cannot I have no idea what movie it is. I'm gonna find it and put it in Discord because it's so fun. I, I won't do it justice if I try to explain it. So I'm, I'll find it. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, what I want to do now is, is speaking of these awesome semi-shirtless pilots, I suppose, mm. is, is to, to do a couple lightning round ideas to kind of talk about some of our favorite pilots uh, in honor of the future kind that we're getting. So, guys, we're going to go around the horn lightning round style. One of my favorite things, and of course, <laughs> most hated things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to start with Wes. Uh, who is your favorite pilot in the prequels? Just the prequels. Okay. Favorite pilot in the prequels would have to be yeah. Darth Maul. Darth Maul is my Ooh. favorite pilot because I knew y'all wouldn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, Charles, what do you got? Uh, my favorite pilot in the prequels is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, wow. Mm, right, watch right into choice. that one. Interesting choice. Corey, what do you got? I'm going I'm going classic here, man. Anakin is the best pilot maybe ever in Star Wars, so I am totally behind Anakin there. All right, very possible. Uh I'm gonna go with Jedi Master Plo Koon. Mm, strong uh, that's right. One of the one of the one of the OG all time great pilots. Uh let's go original trilogy. Corey! Oh, Porkins, baby, so easy. <laughs> oh my god. For those oh, of y'all man. that don't remember, Corey put Porkins in his like squad that he built himself back my in like, episode team, 10. My dream oh, team, baby. My dream team. The Porkins. I'm still mad about that. Porkins <laughs> dream team, man. We need to put that on a shirt. All right, Jose. That's the new shirt. We got to do that. <laughs> Porkins, Porkins dream team. 100%. All right. Great. Uh, Charles, what about you? you I don't know. Maybe, I'm sorry. maybe a little guy named Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Wes, what do you got? Probably going to piggyback and say Lando Calrissian. Damn good. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, part of me wants to say Chewbacca. Uh, mm. Part of me wants to say Luke. I'm going to go Wedge. I'm going to go Wedge Antilles, Hero of the Wedge Rebellion. Antilles, yeah. Freaking good love choices. him. Good choices. We need to include Wed- Legends. Juliana says we oh, need to include oh, Legends. Oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> it's on the outline. Corey doesn't know what's coming, but I do. Uh, there it is, right there. I see it. I see it on the outline. <laughs> First time I read it, guys. There it is. <laughs> uh, Charles, start us off with sequel trilogy. Sequel trilogy pilots. Oh, sequels. I mean, it's, I'm going to not go with the obvious choices. You know what I'm going to say? What are you going to say? Sienna Ree. I'm counting her as a sequel because oh. she, was, she was around. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Uh, Wes, how about you? Well, I'm going to go opposite, and I'm going to say Rey, because Rey is probably the best character in Star Wars, and you can debate me on it, and I'll probably lose because I know more than I do, but you know, whatever. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> phenomenal pilot, phenomenal character. Corey, what about you? I dude, like, I know I, I keep throwing out classic folks, but I absolutely love Poe Dameron, man. Like, yeah, he, like that that Damn scene it. in Force Awakens where like he's flying around, he kills like eleven, oh. like eleven Tie pilots, and Finn's like, "That's one hell of a pilot." I love that scene. That is one of my favorites in Force Awakens. So, absolutely one of the most joyous scenes ever, without question. Uh, yes. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go snap Wexley then. 
I, I love Snap Wesley. Oh, yeah, um, Snap is cool. Especially as a fan of the Aftermath books. If you haven't read the Aftermath trilogy, Snap, or Temin, Temin uh, Wexley, as he said in that book, uh, another phenomenal pilot, but all great ones. Now, uh, what Charles, Charles, I was going to go here. So Uh-oh. let's go what canon. I, what have I done? Just new canon pilots that are only found in canon books. Uh, Corey, only well, canon books. Certainly not going to say Sienna Ree. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't. <laughs> certainly not going to say her. Um, I mean, well, there's a lot of good options in, in canon. We have a lot of great options in Alphabet Squadron. We have a lot of yep. great off- options in Lost Stars. Yep. I mean, I'll go classic like Thane, Thane Kyrell. I really Thane enjoyed Kyrell. hearing him talk about flying like TIE fighters and stuff. It was pretty good. Absolutely. He can do both. Get, get you a man who can do both. TIE fighters and x <laughs> <laughs> Charles, what about you? Oh, man. Well, see, I, I messed up already yeah, you by did. picking Sienna. You done messed so up. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Kairos. Kairos. That's, how can I not? Man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say nothing else because I've read Shadowfall. Well, Wes, what oh, about you, God. <laughs> I mean, he's not actually a pilot, but he's on the ship. What about Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's acceptable. Yeah, for sure. I he's think flowing so. things. He's. Been, I, I get that. Um, I'm gonna do exactly what Juliana says I was gonna do. Uh, it's Will Lark. He's my <laughs> boy. Best pilot. Uh, without question in canon for me. Honorable mention though. Uh, as a bunch are saying in the chat, Harrison Dula. Uh, I should have made an animation category. I did not. Um, but Hera is also amazing. Legends only, guys. Now let's go to let's Jared. Fine. Fine, okay? We're doing it. Um, <laughs> Legends only pilots. Corey, what do you think? Not Cornhorn. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Anyone else but Cornhorn, you mean? That's that's it. Anyone yes. else can join? Mm-hmm. 100%. All right, great. <laughs> Charles? <laughs> this one is genuinely very difficult because I'm a big fan of the X-Wing series. I want to say, I want to say, like, maybe even Oral Krig. I think that Jared is going to love that one. Oral he was, he was a Gand. He was just a super cool character, man. He was part of the squadron in, the, in that series. Um, all of them are great, right including Corrin Horn. Sorry. Sorry, Corey. Wedge is great. Tycho Seltzer. You get one. You I, get one. Cor- I'm Charles, so, I, I chose control. Oral. I you're chose Oral. Wes, go ahead. What do you think? Um, I haven't read the most... Of the Legends books like y'all have, but I want to say Darth Xana. Ooh, that's a great she choice. That is a good choice. Very good that choice. is a great choice. Uh, I am going to say, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Jaina Solo. Mm, you have to. Phenomenal mm. pilot. Uh, but I want to give it to uh, Dash Rendar. Ooh. Uh, purely because he flies the same model of Corellian freighter that I flew in our Star Wars RPG. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that the Molotor was based off of. Uh, that's it. It was based off of the Outrider, the YT twenty four hundred. So Dash Rendar, well done. Uh, but there's also a lot of great freaking pilots in the in the X wing books, which are coming soon on Legends Look Back. See how I did that? That was so seamless. That was amazing. God, I'm good at this, <laughs> guys. Next one. <laughs> uh, finally, we kind of. I was going to have to do an Alphabet Squadron only one, but we've already said two members of Alphabet Squadron, so I think that makes it kind of hard. Yeah, it does. Uh, so I'll just say this. Charles, is Kairos still, after all this time, your favorite member of Alphabet Squadron? 
Well, yes, but I have not read Shadowfall yet, so now Which you've got fine. me scared. I mean, I'm <laughs> over here. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm freaking out. All right. Hey, you know what? Fear is the path to the dark side, so rein that in. Uh, Wes, who's your favorite member of Alphabet Squadron specifically? Specifically is Kairos, because she was so mysterious. And we don't know much about her, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. yet... Dot, dot, yeah, dot. I mean, hey, there's three books. Who's to say? <laughs> uh, Corey, what about you? Favorite Alpha Squadron member? I like Nath a lot. Nath, Nath is Nath is pretty cool. He's got he's got a pretty checkered past, and I I like it. I'm excited to see how his character is developed. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. And it, I mean, and I'll just I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on Will Lark. I do love Erica as well. Um, her whole her whole point as the protagonist I think is really good. I think she could easily fall into the background <laughs> if she wanted to. If if the writing wasn't as good. But she's just a fascinating character. Her 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 discussions with ITO and Alpha Squadron are also so fascinating. Uh, but Will Ark does have my heart. All right, folks. Now you ask yourself, all right, man, I do love pilots. These guys had great answers. I love flying. I want Star Wars Squadrons. But you know what I want to do instead? Read a book. Uh, so luckily at utini.com, we have reading collections for you for that very, very purpose. We have two collections we're going to talk about today. Our pilots collection and our military collection, because uh, I find they interspersed just a bit. So, on that note, uh, Charles, would you be so kind as to start off this little section by telling folks uh, what the first book in our pilots collection is they could read? Yes. So, the first book in the pilots collection, I think we've talked about rather extensively, even though we didn't remember earlier uh, a little reference that came from it, but it's Lost Stars, guys. Classic. Claudia Gray, it's all about two young kids who grow up and become pilots and uh, have a, a little bit of a disagreement along the way. Let's just leave it at that. Absolutely. Uh, Wes, take it away for our, our second book on the list there. Second book. Solo, a Star Wars story by Mer Lafferty. Yes, that is her <laughs> name. <laughs> Yeah, that book freaking rocks. Uh, one of the best novelizations we've gotten in a long time. And, I mean, Han Solo, pilot. Yeah. You gotta. <laughs> so, yeah, I still have it on the shelf. I haven't read it yet. Damn it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. Corey, number three. <laughs> number three is the Poe Dameron comic, uh, specifically the first volume of the like the trade paperback, the graphic novel, which collects, I think, the first six issues yes, of indeed. the comic. Yeah, the Poe Dameron comic is super good. It goes into sort of uh, the, the Loris and Tekka background. There's a lot of really great, cool stuff in the Poe Dameron comic and, like, strong work. One of the best comics and i think it's part of our i think it's part of our getting started with star wars comics guide i'm pretty sure i believe it is yeah and that's uh, written by charles sold uh drawn by a bunch of artists including phil noto uh angel unzueta uh very phenomenal work by them as well the uh, the, the entire rest of the, the poe dameron series is all in this collection as well we, yes. we might as well go ahead and mention that um that there's a good number of comics i forget how many there are but there are four volumes of of the trade paperbacks interestingly enough it is the one of the only uh, canon Star Wars comics to not be recollected in a uh, hardcover omnibus for some reason. We have no idea why that is the case, um, but you can't get it in a hardcover form for some reason. Uh, I think it's clear. I think uh, Disney clearly hates Poe Dameron. Um, so. Read through the lines, sheeple. Wake up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost got through it. I almost got through it with a straight face. Uh, 
The next book on that list uh, is a classic book. We've mentioned it already. X-Wing Rogue Squadron, the first book in the X-Wing series uh, by Michael Stackpole. A classic Legends novel. If you want pilots, this is where you go. Um, it's it's. We have a, a couple. I think the first three books in the series there, but I just wanted to highlight the first one. Um, it's about it's about pilots. It's about them, you know, flying X wings, doing missions. It's it's simple. Go read it if you love pilots. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't need to say much. It's more. a longer series. How many books? It's a long are you one. Nine nine books or something like that. Seven books. Charles, uh, you're not finished with it. I don't think yet. Are you? Oh, I yeah, because it switches authors halfway through. Stackpole wrote like the first half of it, and then it jumps forward in time a bit. And uh, I think it's Aaron Olson writes the second yep. half. So I've only read the Stackpole stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like nine or ten, if I'm not mistaken. Totally. Yeah, well, while we're on the squadrons, Charles, tell us about uh, another squadron book we could read right after that. Mm, might you be referring to Alphabet Squadron? You know, I might be. Yeah, also sitting next to me, except I have finished that one, and I loved it. And I cannot wait to read Shadowfall and see what in the world happened to Kairos, Eric. I can't get this out of my head. <laughs> I just love the, the, little, the little seeds I can plant, little seeds of doubt. Um, and finally, uh, to end to end that collection... Uh, I'm going to mention Cobalt Squadron by Elizabeth Wine, which is a story of Rose Tico and her sister Paige uh, leading up to The Last Jedi, which is really cool. Like, it, it's a quick read. It's fun. Um, and it's all about them being Cobalt Squadron. I think Paige Tico's moments in The Last Jedi were some of the most interesting right at the top. I, I remember walking out of the theater and immediately wanting to know what was going on with that character. And this book gets you that. So uh, all those books in that collection, which is up on the screen right now, uh, you can go to utini.com slash collections slash pilots, uh, and you can order them directly from there whenever you like. Now, going right from there into our next collection is going to be our military collection. This is at utini.com slash collections slash military. And uh, start us off, Corey, I'm going to throw it to you uh, with the first book that we have there starring a man we have just mentioned. Yes, uh, one of my personal favorite books, I think, in um, in the like new canon stuff is Thrawn, right? Like it's the first, first, uh, the first of the Thrawn books. This is the when when Timothy Zahn came back into canon. They invited him to do this. Um, it's his Thrawn's origin story. If you haven't read it, it's absolutely fantastic. It's totally in my top five, and like I've really, really enjoyed the Thrawn book. Like. Um, I think it's definitely by far and away the best of the, the series of the new canon mm-hmm. first three Thrawn books. Um, big fan. Big fan. Absolutely excellent. Uh, Wes, what's the second book we're going to look there right now uh, by an author we've already mentioned? Second one up is Battlefront Twilight Company by the recently interviewed from Utini, Alexander Freed. Haven't read yeah. that one, but I damn sure played the game. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the game, the the book, rather, that came out with the first Battlefront game. It was adjacent to it. We talked a lot with Alexander about how he wrote that, how he kind of made a book around a game that didn't really have a narrative. But this is uh, the Ground Troops book is what I call it when I talk to people. These are boots on the ground, no force wielding, no crazy military, like, cohesion. It is a squad doing missions on the ground in the Rebellion. Uh, Epic, kind of dirty, really good stuff. Uh, Charles, what's our next one? Uh, well, the next one would be the kind of sequel, Battlefront yeah. 2, Inferno Squad. It's by Christy Golden. Um, we have chatted about that book 
in roundtable format. Was that before we were even doing the official? Yeah, round that was before. For I don't know if you can find those now. Man, if you guys were around back then, uh, God bless you and thank you for still being here. <laughs> those were the early days. We still had our training wheels on, but I actually had a blast talking about that book. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a really good one. Aiden Versio is a phenomenal character. And if you want a little more background on what happened before the Battlefront 2 campaign, admittedly a little short, uh, you can't go wrong there. The next book in that in that collection is Alphabet Squadron. But since we've already talked about that, I'm going to go right past that uh, to the next book, which is Republic Commando Hard Contact by Karen Travis. This is one of the more heralded legend series. We're talking Mandalorian lore. We're talking Clone Commandos. We're talking epic military Clone Wars era. Um, this trilogy of the Republic Commandos uh, is something that was talked about on Legends Look Back as well. A little plug for that earlier this year. Um, but you can't go wrong there if you want a little military action with those guys. Um, and to round us off, I think that, that collection has a few more. Uh, is a book called Allegiance by Timothy Zahn. Um, which is a, a standalone Zon book, which you don't get a whole lot. A lot of times he's in, you know, series formats, he's in trilogies. Um, but this book gets you stormtroopers doing what they do, following orders, taking people down. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and it's freaking great. We got a lot of military books from the good guys. Let's get some from the bad. And again, all these books can be found at utini.com slash collection slash military or utini.com slash collection slash pilots. Buy them in June. All those proceeds go towards Black Lives Matter, and you get to learn a little more about pilots and military. And looking in the chat here, Jared Mays, our Legends Look Back brother, says a shout-out to Megan Andrew with those Republic Commando apps. So a few more UTD members. How freaking awesome is that? Love it. All right, folks. As we round out this episode about pilots, I thought it'd be fun. And this means that it's going to be something Corey doesn't like. I thought it'd be fun (laughs) to look... Back a little bit. Back to episode 10. Remember that, guys? Remember episode 10? 10. That was a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. I was actually in Alabama, I think, for this one. Alabama. Um, My gosh. Episode 10, we had our Starfighter Spectacular episode. And if you've listened since then, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, We've changed quite a lot. Uh, If you (laughs) haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that one after this episode. I'd be interested to see how it holds up. But on that episode, we came up with Starfighter Squadrons. Uh, The three of us got to make up our own squadrons. We got to have a leader. We had four other wings. Um, And I thought it'd be fun to re-examine them a year later almost to the day. This was June 27th, 2019, guys. Um, I thought it'd be fun to re-examine these squads and see if we want to change anything. You get a mulligan if you so choose. (laughs) Uh, So Charles, if you'd be so kind... You made yeah. up Saber Squadron back in the day. Can you walk us through your squad and then say if you want to sub anyone out a year later? All right. So we we had some heated debates about this, guys. That we uh, did. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about my squad from the bottom up. So Saber Five was Poe Dameron. I'm not taking him out. Corey was mad that I had him in the five slot, but he's staying. <laughs> he is staying. Saber four is Kairos, I think. I already made it clear we're we're a year out from whenever I made this squad, and I'm still really stoked about that character. So, God, I hope that she does okay in Shadowfall. <laughs> um, <laughs> Saber 3 is Corrin Horn. 
Sorry, Corey. Not sorry. Saber two <laughs> is Will Lark. I stand by that too because uh, he's he's a team player. He's someone who uh, will will be a fantastic leader, kind of as that as that I don't know assistant to the regional manager. Let's call it. That. <laughs> um, and then Saber leader, I chose Wedge Antilles. Uh, you know what? Just. To make myself and, and Jared and Freddie happy, I'm going to sub out Wedge Antilles <gasps> and put in Oral Craig. No, Whoa! I can't do that. Wedge is staying. <laughs> oh, my God. Wedge I- is staying, but, but I'm a little sad. The first person that dies in my, in my squadron, Oral's coming in. Yeah, okay, great. He's, he's on the bench. He's, he's your sixth man. He is. Sixth man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're locking in Saber Squadron. We're staying there. Corey, <clears throat> you had Victory Squadron. I did have Walk Victory us through Squadron. It. Victory Squadron was originally Poe Dameron in the lead, Wedge Antilles, Luke Skywalker, Jaina Solo, and the fan favorite, Porkins. <laughs> and just because everybody hated it so much, I'm doubling down super hard, <laughs> renaming the squadron Fatboy Squadron. Porkins <laughs> takes the lead. He is now the lead of Fatboy Squadron, and everybody else can suck it. All right, that's that. Awesome. Uh, so sorry, Cheryl, seeing on your list uh, – she says if Porkins is still on Corey's list, not only is he on the list, he is the leader. He is the vision. He is going to be a t-shirt. The vision. 100%. There's no one else on the squadron. It's just Porkins now. In all five slots. He's cloned. The Emperor has cloned him in vats. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what? Fair enough. Uh, my Molotov squadron, looking back, I'm going to do what Charles did, go from the bottom up. I had Luke Skywalker at, at five, Will Lark at four, Anakin at three, Poe at two, Harrison Dula at one. You know, I like my list, but it's, it's a, a new pretty, year. Pretty strong squad. It's guys. a strong squad, and, and, I, and I, I enjoy it, but just for the sake of variety, I feel like I should – I, I want to I shake it up a bit. Um, I think I'm going to take out Luke. I'm gonna take Ooh. out Luke Skywalker. I'm, 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 Snap! I know. Cool choice. I know. I'm gonna pull out Luke Skywalker, and I think I'm gonna put in Chasnachetic. Interesting mm. choice. Um, I just a chaotic entry, and and to be clear, I am for the sake of transparency, not not taking Shadowfall into account, regardless of 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 good or bad. Just for spoilers, this is Alphabet Squadron Chasnachetic. I I. I think she's good on a squad with this team. I think she's got the chaotic energy, but I think she follows orders really well. Luke is awesome. Let's not let's be clear. I love Luke Skywalker. I'm not crazy, um, but I think it'd be fun. Uh, and maybe I'm also just in an Alphabet Squadron kind of mood, you know. So, guys, we had a poll for who had the best squadron after Episode Ten aired. Why did you remember that and we didn't, Charles? I, it might have to do with the <laughs> fact that I am, did not preemptively name myself Victory Squadron. <laughs> you did Listen, win that poll. Fat Boy Squadron cannot lose, Charles. <laughs> cannot lose. They also cannot fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only difference. Well, you know what? Maybe what we'll have to do uh, later on this year, maybe, maybe post-Star Wars Squadron's coming out. We'll, we'll, we'll wait a little while. We'll, we'll learn a bit. We'll all read Shadowfall. Uh, maybe we'll make some new ones later on in the year. Because I know uh, we had some folks in the chat now saying it was one of their favorite episodes. Um, they really enjoyed it. So maybe we'll make some more squadrons, some more teams as, as time goes on. That's It's like a fantasy draft in Star Wars, which is a lot of fun to do. Uh, but all this to say, y'all, 
There are so many great pilots to read about in Legends. There are so many to read about in Canon. And there are so many coming up this year. Um, again, the review copies of, of Shadowfall. Corey got his today. Mine is on its way, I think. Um, and, and they should be arriving at your doorsteps. Uh, ne- oh, my God. Next week. Wow. Yeah. Next Better week. Get those so. pre-orders in on utini.com. Absolutely. Uh, so make sure you got that book pre-ordered. Uh, what I will say is you're going to want to have it pre-ordered. That's what I'll say for my having read it. Uh, it's a phenomenal addition to the series. We can't wait to have a roundtable about that after we have a roundtable uh, about Queen's Peril in two weeks. And as a final reminder, next week, Monday night, we're going to be going live with Steven from Beltway Banthas to talk about some politics and Star Wars. That'll get us right into our Queen's Peril roundtable. Uh, but thank you guys for hanging out. As always, uh, this is one of our favorite times of the week. Thanks for listening to the new news, our new shows we got coming up. We're going to keep you posted on all that. Uh, and as always, keep your eyes peeled on utini.com. There's been some design changes the last couple weeks as well. Corey, uh, anytime he has off, he's fiddling around in the web flow. So stuff's moving around. Uh, new articles are popping up. Um, our, our very own Meg Dowell I wanted to give a shout out to as well. I'm fiddling. I'm fiddling. You're, you are fiddling. Our very own Meg Dowell uh, has recently taken over, uh, one, taking all the amazing pictures that are going to be coming up on Utini uh, for reviews and things like that. And she is also head of the news that's going to be coming out. So any breaking publishing news, Meg is in charge of. Um, she's got an amazing article right now about, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back. So be sure to keep your eyes on Utini. We got everything you need. But my friends, my enemies... That'll do it for this week's episode of The Living Forest. If you are an Inquisitor tier or up, head over to Patreon right now to join us for Aftermath. If you're already on Patreon, now is the time to upgrade. If you're not yet an Inquisitor or up, you do have time to make it into our live Aftermath after show where we talk Star Wars and hang out every week on our live show. Um, that's actually where we came up with Kendra Book Club last week, so they got a little tease. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Drew Barano, and Patrick Ortiz on our Jedi High Council, and Ross Orlando on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Henkel. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thanks to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me. And as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the Force be with you.